something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John A. Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. <laughs> You're headlong down the runaway train that is the anomic age. And I'm that guy here in the main seat with you this evening in the wee hours of the a.m. My favorite time to be with you folks. I love it. I love the a.m. Those early, early hours. I don't really like those uh, those after 6 a.m. hours, but I like those early hours anyway. Oh my goodness, it's so good to be back with you. Let's see where we need to go here. Well, where you need to go is anomicase.com. Thanks to all those people that have uh, just found me. Thanks for thanks for finding me. Thanks for those new followers that have just started following me on whatever platform you happen to be watching, listening to, and or liking, following, and subscribing to me on. Thank you. Thank you so much. But you know the homepage of all homepages for things, me anyway. That's anomicage.com. PayPal.me forward slash anomicage. Patreon. Dot com forward slash anomic age as well. I would be oh so happy if you would become a patron and make it a regular thing. If you just want to do just do a one time donation, that'd be awesome as well. I would I would appreciate it greatly. Is what I would appreciate as well. Uh, what else we got that that's worthy of of note there? Uh, what in the world is that? Oh, I don't need that. Do I? Other things of note is definitely the the lightning link. You can send me some shitoshis. The subscribe by email link because it looks like the app's not getting the app is seemingly not getting those uh, notifications. And once again, as as I said many times before, no one can fix it because I can't pay for anyone to fix it. So if you like any of this stuff working uh, as it should. PayPal.me forward slash Anomic Age. Patreon.com forward slash Anomic Age as well. Subscribe by email link. That's the best way to do it. It's very easy just to uh, subscribe by email. And if you don't like it, then you can just hit unsubscribe and you're done. Nothing to diddle with. Nothing to download. Nothing, folks. That's it. I'm not keeping your emails. I'm not doing anything weird with them. That's just what's up. So uh, there's that. Goodness keep getting stuff in my eye anyway you don't want to talk about that now do you you're here to talk about one thing <laughs> seemingly the only thing that the entirety of social media can talk about today the grammy awards <laughs> i swear folks if it weren't for these kind of episodic um debauchery episodes that they have at these awards. If it wasn't for some uh, Nimrod getting slapped on stage and such, I mean, nobody would watch, care about, or even entertain the notion of caring about any of this mess. It just wouldn't, folks. And Many people are probably not going to like my take on this whole thing, but I'll give you the whole take on it. I'll give you the good, the bad, the good, 
the bad. It's an old, it's an old hip hop song, and I had this one pulled up, not for today's show. Honestly, I had this pulled up for about two weeks ago. The old hip hop song from a guy named Guru, the good, the bad. I wish I could play it for you, but I'm sure I'll get a copyright hit from somebody. So, God, man, I wish I could get this mess out of my eye. Anyway, I'll give you the good and the bad. I'll give you my take on it, and you can like it, love it, or just, you know, what you can do with it. <laughs> but uh, I saw Yahoo News was, those conservatives are outraged over the Grammy Awards. I might think, I don't know, folks. I think anybody should be a little bit outraged by the Grammy Awards. <laughs> Maybe they should be more outraged by the fact that nobody gives a bleep about any of these award shows at all. Until somebody gets naked, slaps or fights somebody, or I guess has a satanic cult ritual on live TV. That's about the only thing that could make this mess even remotely worth watching. I didn't know this was even going on. I had no idea the Grammys were happening. I don't care about the Grammys, nor anybody involved in them. As I could care less about the Oscars, nor anyone involved in them. As I could care less about the, what else have we got? The MTV Awards. Yeah, I could care less. I, I stopped caring about that when I was probably like 13. None of this matters to anybody that matters. So, my initial take on it, uh, kind of like that old anti-nowhere league song, So What? So what? So what? So what? It's a big so what, really, in my opinion. I think expecting anything less from these low-class bottom feeders that some of the population have elevated to this uh, higher strata socially, expecting anything less from them is just showing how stupid you really are. So, I mean, of course... All the award shows are going to be now not even subtle in your windows. It's now going to be in your face, open, completely unobfuscated occult rituals. That's what's up. They've been just sort of ebbing more and more towards that in the last 20 years. They... uh they used to give a little bit of a subtle wink and a nod to that sort of thing. Now it's just in your face, open. You know, I'm I'm surprised it wasn't just full scale pornography sex acts on the stage, to be quite honest. But then again, we do have the Super Bowl coming up, so we could probably see that there. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, you know. But uh, yeah, I think ex- expecting, excuse me, anything less would be stupid of you. So yeah, that's what you should expect from the Super Bowl show coming up. That's what you should expect from all these idiotic commercials that these nimrods waste their time on. I mean, that's what's up, folks. This is what you should expect. Expecting less makes you look like an idiot. It is to your own detriment to not expect this from this global satanic death cult of pedophiles. I didn't even open my show the way I usually do today. I sort of forgot. But uh, that's what you should expect, people. Wake up and smell the coffee, folks. That's what's up. And, um, yeah, so there's that. Um, I think the other side of this is this is really just an extension of trying to shock people. 
And the sad thing is that we have become so desensitized that the Overton window has become so far moved that it's really becoming harder and harder to shock people. I mean, it's just like the drug addict who starts out with weed and ends up on heroin. I mean, there's it's the perpetual chasing of the dragon. And don't give me that bull that there's not a gateway drug. Yeah, of course it's a gateway drug, you dummies. Of course it is. Nobody starts out smoking crack, usually. I mean, <laughs> you progress. And I've often referenced this, but there's a great horror movie called Witchboard. It's got Tawny Katane in it. And there's something that always stuck with me. And I always say, it's funny the things that you remember and the things that you forget. Because if you think about your whole life, there's so many parts that are interesting, so many parts that are not. There's so many parts, bad things happen, good things happen, and so forth and so on. And in between, that it is quite funny the things that you remember and the things that you forget. But I think I first saw that movie probably 30 years ago. Good grief. I don't even know when I first saw Witchboard. But there's a part in that movie where the the character portrayed by by Tawny Katane is is becoming possessed by whatever they'd unleashed by the, the Ouija board. And the guy starts explaining that it's called progressive entrapment. That first they sort of just are are looking at the Ouija board as a novelty, something entertaining, something just to try out. And then the more and more they become interested in it, the more they want to use the Ouija board alone, the more they want to use the Ouija board in secret, the more the Ouija board starts talking to them and starts pushing away those around them, they become progressively entrapped by the demon of the Ouija board. And that begins to take a toll on that person's family and loved ones and friends and all those around them. Before you know it, all they want to do is talk on the Ouija board. Sound familiar yet? I think we could substitute the Ouija board for the iPhone, the Android the various platforms and devices, the various social media outlets and so forth, and most assuredly the aforementioned drugs, alcohol, and, and the obvious. You know, you could throw in pornography, you could throw in gambling, all these various things that we know as vices. I think we should probably put in the proper context the social media and the and the CIA spy devices that everyone carries around with them now because those are also... Avenues of progressive entrapment. And in many ways, that's kind of where these people are in these award ceremonies now. And it's kind of very fitting that they had Madonna up there looking like some sort of some sort of horrible tigress alien creature. I can't remember the name of that other. I think it's like a famous designer that has that same just grotesque like lion face where they've got these gross big lips and these flat uh big cheekbone crazy features you know <laughs> next thing you know madonna will be classifying herself as a native american like uh what is that pocahontas from a couple years back but anyway yeah i mean just looking like a complete creature 
She's up there kind of introducing this mess, this unholy song, I think it was, by Sam Smith and some tranny, Kim Petras. The tranny also being the first tranny to win a Grammy, I guess. I'm not really meaning to go into verse here and start rhyming, but it is quite uh, entertaining for me anyway. And after all, if it ain't entertaining for you, then why do it? So, uh... You got the first tranny winning a Grammy in Kim Petras, and she's up there uh, with this Sam Smith character who a couple years ago looked like a normal bloke from across the pond, and now he or she or whatever he wants to define himself as has transformed himself into some sort of satanic caricature up there on stage. So here's how I sort of view this through, through two different lenses. I think... They've gone through this progressive entrapment. So, what was it, 30 some odd years ago, you had Madonna up there gyrating and flopping all over the place like a mackerel on the dock, singing like a virgin at the VMAs. And that was shocking and surprising. And what was it, 40 or 50 odd years before that, you had Elvis shaking his pelvis on Ed Sullivan and they had to shoot him just from the waist up because that was scary and outrageous and so forth and so on. You know, you want to push the clock up a few more years. You got the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. You push the clock up a few more years. You got the uh, the Sex Pistols on the Thames River during the Queen's Jubilee, singing God Save the Queen. I mean it, man. <laughs> so every few years or every few decades, I suppose, they keep pushing the Overton window to... Eventually, you can't push it much further unless you're just going to go full-scale sacrifice, full-scale sexual acts with penetration and all the goodies on one of these award shows that I would uh, postulate that we're not too far off from any of that. And what else can you expect with the progressive entrapment that I aforementioned as as the society – has become demon-possessed. The society, the very fabric of the culture, is demon-possessed, folks. It's that progressive entrapment from which board? You just don't notice it. (laughs) And that's exactly what's up. So there's that way to look at it. And and I don't think it is this, but I'll go ahead and just say devil's advocate, pun intended, that I think a lot of adolescents... And all these people are very far from adolescence, but that is the audience that they are pandering towards. Make no mistake about it. In every uh, group of adolescents, if you will, I think they do go through through that rejection of norms and through that very obvious rejection of norms, playing with symbolisms. And uh, you could say, oh, it's just playing with symbolism. Oh, it's just meant to shock the boomers. I mean, that's another. Every time I hear someone say the boomers, it's always in some disparaging tone, uh, which is also somewhat nauseating to me. But nevertheless, you could say that. You could play devil's advocate and say, okay, they're just shock valuing the the boomers. This is just that uh, Madonna twenty twenty three with a bunch of whatever trannies and a dude dressed up like the devil and throwing his little three finger sign up there. And you got these concubines in cages getting whipped and fire and flames and the whole nine yards. And Oh, aren't we shocked? And yeah, real shocked, buddy. 
Real spooky stuff. Really is. You can look through that lens. And honestly, I mean, I can I can identify with a little bit of that in my own adolescence. I viewed, I viewed not view currently, but I viewed the whole, the whole notion of evil as a bit of a gag. I just saw so much of it, I think, when I was a stupid adolescent. I saw it as a big gag. I thought it was a big joke. And I did play with those symbols a little bit and thought, yeah, it's so stupid. Look at all these these uh, fundamentalists and this religious Reich and all this mess just thinking everything's satanic. Oh, yeah, 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 666, it's all satanic. Woo, spooky, woogity, boogity. You know, and I view it, viewed it, I should say, through that lens at that time. I don't view it through that lens now. I see that as nothing more than bait on the hook to 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 encapture those in the tween and adolescent years and to dupe them into thinking that it's all just some big fantasy, that it's not a reality. And that's the same way that I think they're using those same symbols today. Because when you see all this symbolism up there on the stage, it's a bunch of slutty-looking tramps shaking it up there for you. And the guy, <clears throat> I don't know what the heck he's supposed to be up there, but <laughs> kind of looks like a satanic version of Mr. Peanut, if you ask me. But I digress. So they try to get everybody with the clickbait if you will, oh, look at all these these scantily clad women. Oh, it's all the symbolism of the the dominant and the submissive, and you got people with whips and chains and in cages. Oh, it's spooky and crazy. So they get everyone, especially the adolescents and the tweens, into the into the symbolism of that. I mean, if nothing else is going to get the average adolescent male to raise a brow when you see a bunch of girls dressed like that. So there's that angle of it. There's the other angle of it where they try to make it seemingly innocuous while simultaneously seemingly very evil. So the demographic that they want to shock, oh, they're shocked and outraged. The demographic that they want it to seem innocuous, oh, they view it as so innocuous. So it's kind of this duality, this double-edged sword, if you will. It's, It's filling both niches at the same time. So I think there's no mistake in the symbolism, and that's exactly how this is being played out. They want it to hit both demographics at the same time. And the title of this episode tonight, The Message, Not the Medium. The reason I chose that sort of play on words from Marshall McLuhan, the medium is the message quote from the, what was it, 1964, I believe, early to mid-1960s. He was very famous for his uh, analysis of the media, of the propaganda of that day, how it was used previously, how it was going to be used in the future. And that medium is the message quote. That's where I was sort of flipping and inverting that a little bit because I'm saying the message, not the medium. It's the message, not the medium. Because last night we saw that at the Grammys, but if you look in these various other mediums, you're going to see the same symbolism. You're going to see this in the television shows. You're going to see this in the movies. You're going to see this in the the print media. You're going to see this in the streaming platforms. So you're seeing the same message in all the various forms of media. 
And I even want to take you back to old uh, Sleepy Joe when he came out a few months back. And he had the same imagery almost. He had that same red backlight. He had the military up there behind him. Everybody was saying, oh, that's very Hitlerian, which I would wholeheartedly agree with. But if you looked at what you saw last night with that just super saturation of red, red lights, red costumes, red flames, the whole nine yards, you can't tell me that that did not look very reminiscent of Joe Biden's speech as well. It was the same sort of symbolism, the same sort of lighting they just took it one step beyond last night and just didn't even pull any punches. They they showed this this circle of light. Everybody's dancing around in a big pentagram, basically, a big circle of light. All they were missing, or maybe I missed it and maybe it was there, was a big satanic pentagram in the middle of that circle. But they had a lot of women dancing around the circle. They had the imagery of the man. What was his name? Sam Smith there with his big devilish top hat and horns and whole nine yards. I mean, all this stuff is just more of the same, folks. Various mediums, the same message. If you want to distill it down into what we're seeing with Drag Queen Story Hour from coast to coast here in the formerly great United States of America, same symbolism. If you're looking at the show image this evening, it's the image of Baphomet in flames, Baphomet, very clearly a trans character, having male and female organs and genitalia and all these various symbolic hand gestures, the horns, the whole nine yards. That's what you are seeing with Kim Petras. That's what you are seeing coast to coast, eight days a week and twice on Sunday at these various drag events for kids. So it is the confusion. It is making the demonic seem innocuous, harmless, very digestible and palatable to younger and younger generations. You see, just like they were fooled, I was fooled. It's not that scary. It's not that crazy. It's just a bunch of fools, a bunch of uh, old people thinking that. It's just a bunch of idiots. They're just thinking all this thing's evil when it's all just a big charade. Right? It's nothing about this is real. There's no good. There is no evil. It's all mental creations. They're not archetypal images. They're mental manifestations, right? Just mental manifestations from these various religious groups all over the world, various denominations all over the world, various cultures, various people, isolated continents away, all came up with the same thinking, right? That's it. So you see, I'm. I want to say old, but I'm a little long in the tooth these days, and I know what I just told you is a bunch of hogwash. It's not innocuous. It's not harmless. That's just the bait on the hook. All the imagery, all the sexuality, the bait on the hook. You see, they're going to show you these these porn star-esque supermodels out there shaking it with all this different stuff, not just in the Grammys, but in the other award ceremonies, in the television shows, in the movies, it's all the same seductress. The succubus entities will suck you in. But once you are too far gone, if you will, once you have peered behind the curtain at old Dante's Inferno, careful 
you look into the abyss, you will become the abyss. You don't change the devil, the devil changes you. It's incrementally. Small little bits here, small little bits there. You start thinking it's all fun and games here. Oh, yeah, I'm playing around with the imagery. 666, pentagrams, demons. Oh, yeah, it's all spooky stuff, right? It's all heavy metal. It's all just a charade. The more you dabble in that world, the more you open doors that you don't realize you have opened. The more you open doors that you can't close, the more you become progressively entrapped. Just like in the movie Witchboard. Except this isn't a fictional movie. <laughs> you're not you're not Tawny Katane. You're not gonna find a happy ending in about an hour and a half with this. This sort of stuff will progressively entrap you. It will enter into your own realm. That darkness is real, folks. It really is. And it'll do things that you don't think you don't think is possible. Before you know it, you will go down that road that you didn't think you would go down. I guarantee you, if you interview people that are strung out on heroin, if you go to some of these Democrat-run cities and see these people on fentanyl, see these crackheads of the '80s, they haven't they haven't disappeared, by the way. But if you talk to any of these people, I would guarantee you, none of them ever said, I'm going to be turning tricks for money just so I can get my next fix. I'm going to be living under a bridge. My family and everybody that ever cared about me turned their back on me just so I can get my next fix. Nobody says that, folks. And I'm using that extreme, very obvious example because everybody's familiar with that. Everybody can can go down just about any bad section of town, wherever you happen to be, and be exposed to that. That's a very real reality in our in our day and time. But make no mistake about it, just as that is clearly a demonic possession and an evil, make no mistake that what these people are doing and the stuff that you haven't seen, that is also the evil knocking on the door and entering these people's lives. So just as it is hard to kick the demonic spirits of addiction, there's a whole other dark side of that stuff, folks. There's a whole other dark side. So all these lovely ladies, oh, they look so sexy and so beautiful, hot and everything like that. That's just the facade, folks. That's just the mask. That is just what they want you to see. So once you open that door and walk through that portal, you see the reality of it. It doesn't look nice. It doesn't look sexy. It doesn't look friendly. It sure as bleep is not harmless, innocuous, or safe. The people that I've talked to, interviewed, off the record, on the record, that have have told me about those incidences. It's not something you want to get into, people. It's not. So I suppose I'm I'm sort of giving you the good, the bad. But I also want this, this to serve as a cautionary tale. This is not fun and games. This is not something you want to get into. They're targeting the demographics that they want to target, just as those pedophiles are targeting their demographic. Because in order for their community to continue to exist, 
just like a virus, they have to infect a new host. And that zombie virus, just as it's not really alive, not really dead, once it infects that new host, then it can begin to take over and procreate and thus replicate its culture. That's what we're seeing with all this. It's the replication of a darkness, the replication of a culture of evil. That's where we're at. That's where we're at, excuse me. It's not an award ceremony. It's a satanic ritual, just as all the others have been as well. And that's what you're going to see with the Super Bowl. I almost guarantee, <laughs> to quote the Cajun chef from back in the day, I guarantee All right, folks, we're at the stopping point, or almost anyway. You can't do everything, but you can do something. So please try to get out there and do your part and make that difference. Till next time, I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anomic Age. Thank you for listening to the Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E dot com. Till next time, thank you for listening to the Anomic Age.